Please stay tuned. You with Sirius FM 105.7, your number one station in the East Rand. Mashallah, 8, uh, 10 Central African time, uh, that time of the morning, where we joined by our very own uh, Sheikh Fahim, who is a director of the ILS Islamic Lifestyle Solution. And Alhamdulillah, Sheikh Fahim is someone that has his uh, finger on the pulse. You know, being current and uh, whatever the Islamophobes do, and even uh, uh, Christian uh, deceit in evangelism, there was a Sheikh Ahmadidat, Rahimullah, that used to, you know, give people the answers and he used to give them the rebuttals. But Alhamdulillah, Summa Alhamdulillah, I've noticed that our Sheikh Fahim also has the capability, the capacity to take on uh, these uh, Bible thumpers and give them uh, a word in season and give the right answers. Uh, Sheikh Fahim, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And tell me how you're doing this fine, uh, beautiful Tuesday morning. Wa alaikum salam, wa rahmatullahi ta'ala, wa rahmatullahi to you, brother Shafat, and to the listeners, alhamdulillah, bismi al-mawla, we're doing fine, and I hope you and the listeners also had uh, a lovely long weekend. Alhamdulillah, we really did, uh, Sheikh Fahim, and I know that the media is after you, they're hounding you, and uh, you'll be very soon on another platform. But uh, Sheikh Fahim, you have the next uh, 10 minutes uh, to conscientize us on how to counteract, uh, you know, Christian deceit in evangelism. The next 10 minutes is yours. Bismillah, Sheikh. Bismillah, Well, the first thing to note, we as Muslims need to understand our own, one of the big problems that we find today uh, in relation to how we uh, react and interact to social media posts from non-Muslims is we are not very, very well versed uh, in our own theology. And this makes it a little bit difficult when there are counter-questions posed by Christians, and then we tend to become emotional as opposed to intellectual. Uh, remember, the opening verses of Surah Al-Kaf explains, Alhamdulillahilladhi anzala ala abdihil kitab walam yaj'allahu iwaja. And you can go through the, the actual translation, but the last part of the verse says, that in this book that has been revealed to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's servant, there is no crookedness in it. Right? And immediately after saying no crookedness, the next verse starts with the opposite of what is crookedness. Now, in general, the human being would say the opposite of crookedness is to be straight. But the beauty of this Quran and the wisdom of the Quran, it doesn't say that it's straight. It says that it is a, you know, our, our females today, they go crazy over GHD. Huh? So I tell my students to remember that the Quran says it is a straightener. So there's no crookedness. But it is ayyimah. It's not just something that's straight. It comes to straighten out the crookedness of previous books. And one of the grave crookedness that has come into society is the belief pertaining to Jesus, peace be upon him, Nabi Isa alayhi salam. Now, with the um, Easter weekend, we know that the belief pertaining to Nabi Isa alayhi salam, Jesus, peace be upon him, from uh, the world of Christendom, is one that no way conforms to reality, no way conforms to logical perception, and of course is in contradistinction uh, to the Islamic perspective, uh, to the perspective that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has straightened out uh, in the Quran. In fact, if you look at a famous book written by Professor Jürgen Malkman called The Crucified God, he says that the death of Jesus on the cross and I've covered this in my book, Stories of the Prophet for the Modern Age, under the story of Jesus' safety upon him. He mentions 
The death of Jesus on the cross is the center of all Christian theology, all Christian statements about God, about creation, about sin, and death have their focal point in the crucified Christ. All Christian statements about history, about the church, about faith and sanctification, about the future and about hope came from the crucified Christ. So meaning, and mind the pun, it's one of the cardinal beliefs of the Christian faith. And of course, the crucified Christ then leads to the idea of the resurrection coming from the dead. So dying on the cross is crucifixion, then being resurrected, and then the ascension of Jesus Christ. Now, what our uh, listeners need to also understand is the late uh, Sheikh Ahmed Bidat, whose work in this field is to this day uh, so phenomenal, and I, I don't think anyone would disagree that no person in the subject of, uh, you know, uh, inter-religious discussion and debate can ever get through any kind of argumentation without looking at some of the work uh, and points raised by Sheikh Ahmed Girat. And some years ago, uh, in his, one of his debates, he made it very, very clear that if you look at the deception of uh, the evangelical uh, Christians in particular, and you look at how even the changing of the King James Version, the edition of the Bible, and how it went through, and I read some of the prefaces as well. If you look at it, for instance, in 1937, uh, there was a revision that was authorized uh, by both of the council, uh, which directed, you know, um, resulting versions. They said that it should embody the best results of modern scholarship. Uh, and also the meaning of scriptures in meaning of in English diction. So they use the excuse, you want to take out the D and the die and the Tao, and they made a lot of changes. And 32 scholars uh, served as members of this committee charged with making uh, this revision. And they had uh, an advisory board consisting of about 50 representatives uh, of the highest eminence, as Muhammad Ibrahim would, would have said, of cooperating denominations. And what we find was quite amazing because the King James Version, which is now the Word of God, it has great defects. According to them, in the preface, it has great defects. And they mentioned that there were many, many manuscripts that were discovered more anciently. And as a result of this, uh, these defects are so many and so serious, they had to call for a revision. And then in that revision, something amazing happened. That in Mark 16, 9 to 20, the resurrection and ascension of Christ was omitted in that re revision, which is really, really amazing. Why? Because it did not conform to the ancient manuscripts, which means that something changed over time. Now, I'm going to read an ayah of the Quran which for us as Muslims is the primary understanding of the subject, and if we as Muslims need to understand, we should go here first, which is Surah Nisa, verse 157 to 158, Allah 
حبها لهم وإن الذين اختلفوا فيه لفي شك من ما لهم به من علم إلا اتباع الظن وما قتلوه يقينا فرفعه الله إليه وكان الله عزيزا حكيما that they proudly said that they killed the Messiah Jesus the son of Mary the messenger of Allah this is sarcasm by the way but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this is the belief of Muslims وَمَا قَتَلُوهُ وَمَا قَلَبُوهُ وَلَكِنْ شُبِّهَ لَهُمْ they did not slay him they did not crucify him but it was made to feel so وَإِنَّ الَّذِينَ اخْتَلَفُوا فِيهِ لَفِي شَكٍ مِنْ And those who disagree concerning it, they are in absolute doubt. They know nothing of it. They don't have any ilm. Right? They only follow the doubt. وَمَا قَتَلُوهُ يَقِينَ نَبِي عِسَى عَلَيْهِ السَّلَامِ was not killed in reality. But what happened? بَرَّقَعَهُ اللَّهُ إِلَيْهِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala elevated him. Meaning the ascension that we would call So he didn't die. And Allah Ta'ala is wise and all-powerful. Now, I'm just going to quickly, in conclusion, say something that from a logical perspective, logicians have divided opposites into four types. Opposites are things that can sometimes be found coming together and sometimes not gathering in one thing. Example, something that can sometimes be black only or white only. But you get them coming together black or white, like a zebra or like those you would find back in the days that people were there, the black and white stripes. A second kind of opposite is something that cannot be found together nor both be removed from the same thing, like existence and non-existence. Something can't exist and not exist at the same time. This is logically found. Now, if Jesus peace be upon him, did die on the cross, it means that logically He was not existing, but also existing as God at the same time, which is a logical absurdity. We also have the concept in opposite of ability and non-ability. Example, you cannot ascribe inability of flying to a creature that flies, or the ability to fly uh, to human beings. Likewise, you cannot say that God has the ability to be all-powerful, but is also unable to protect himself, right? Then you have ascription, meaning a relationship. These are two opposites. You cannot reach the status of being a father without first being a child. So you cannot have a child without a father, nor a father without a child. Someone cannot be a father and a son at the same time. Now, when Jesus died, he was not existent. Death is the cessation of life. Yet we are told that he existed at the same time and he also was not existing. So this is logical absurdity. His inability, in in the opposites of ability and inability, his inability to safeguard himself from being killed means he didn't have the ability to protect himself. That ability was not there. Therefore, he could not be divine. If you are the father, you cannot be the son. This is logical. It becomes an absurdity in the claim of both. So Alhamdulillah, our Qur'an came to straighten out this crookedness and said that no, he is not divine, he is a servant of Allah. 
He was born miraculously, yes, but by the power of Allah. He did great many miracles, yes, but this was not because of divinity. It was because he followed uh, the, the law of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by the permission of Allah. And he was not crucified. He didn't die. He will return. And when he returns, he'll clarify the mistakes. So we as Muslims need to get back to our theology. And inshallah, after Ramadan, I will be launching uh, you know, an expert class on the subject of Islamic theology and creed, which will help Muslims know our belief about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And at the same juncture, allow us to also refute the atheistic ideology and the apologists from the Christian world who attack Islam, insha'Allah. Very important for us to know uh, about our deen. Ramadan is coming. We should take the opportunity and study as well. I tell you, Sheikh Fahim, when you read that Kirah, you know, I, I tell you, you know, I just said, Asamto Sheikh, Asamto Sheikh, absolutely Mashallah, Allah blessed you, and also, you know, giving us uh, the perspective of Isa alayhi salam, and, uh, you know, you did it so methodically, that Allah bless you for that, uh, Sheikh Fahim. Perhaps your parting words uh, before we let you go. Yes, a parting word would be that when the month of Ramadan is coming, it's the month of the Quran, Iqra was the first command we need. Uh, we should not only do Utulu, which is Tilawa, we should try and have a balance between two, both of them, recite and also read. Reading is trying to gain an understanding uh, and that will be very, very helpful for us because the Quran was not sent only for us to recite, it was sent for ourselves not just for ourselves, meaning even when it's packed away, the message of the Qur'an should be with us, and that will only come when we try to understand this message. So we should try uh, to also, you know, put a time slot in our day to read a little bit of that message, and hopefully it will resonate with us and bring about uh, individual uh, change and hopefully societal at the same time. Jazakallah khair, Sheikh Fahim, and alhamdulillah, all the best on your next interview, and assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Yes, sir, people, Sheikh Fahim makes a very valid point. The Quran came for ourselves. Yes, beautiful, it came for ourselves, and not for the shelves. Yeah, mm. yeah dust it, put it back, dust it, or you tell the home executive. No, 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 don't, no, don't dust the Quran. That I will dust it. People open it, read it, and change their life. A book of life for life. No thinking person should be without it. That's the noble Quran. Time for us to go for our break. When you get back, inshallah, Abu Bakr Sidat will be joining us on Muslim News. Please stay tuned. You with Sirius FM 105.7, your number one station in the East Rand.